Good morning, everyone. This is a few words of Bird. This is the Be Like Bird podcast. Um, well, if you guys um have been listening, I have been doing some uh, small reviews on uh, the albums that came out this 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 month. Pretty much, we have a lot of a lot of different albums that came out this month. A lot of different songs. Um, as far as uh. Mac Miller came out with, I think, three or four songs. I think he should just package that in, like, a small EP, just, just because he's Mac Miller. But um, J. Cole, you know, he dropped K.O.D. this year. Um, you have Kanye West uh, being pr- productive on um, a, a count of three projects, aside from his own. Um, and you got Tiana Taylor is also dropping this weekend. And the Nas album which I played a track at the beginning of the segment, Bonjour, which is my favorite, which is my favorite track uh, from the Nazir album. I also feel that um, pretty much out of that song and another track that's on there, it's the only songs I actually enjoy out of the uh, whole album. And um, that's just my opinion. I think uh, the album could have been produced a little bit more by different other people that fit Nas's cadence and um, his rhyme schemes and things of that sort of nature. I think Kanye did a, a, a decent job. I can't give him a great job. I think Kanye did a decent job with the Nas Zero album. I just expected more because when Khalid said that Nas album's done, I'm thinking like, oh shit, like the album's done, it's coming out. And you drop that major key song on the album and it was like, okay, I want that Nas. Whatever, whatever's coming with that, I want, I want that. But we, we got Nazir, and I think um, it, it, six out of 10, in my opinion. Um, also, he didn't even get a real chance to pretty much enjoy the whole fulfillment of the album. <laughs> he, um, Jay-Z and, um, what you call it? Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they, they, they dropped the album literally the day after. Like literally, while they're on tour, just announced the album out right now. They dropped the album at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. That's ridiculous. I uh, had a video ready already. I think they have multiple videos ready. You know how they do. They're the cars. You know. But um, it was just, it was a bad weekend for Nas's album release. Um, I, just, I just think overall, production-wise, it could have been better. Um, and the execution could have been a little bit better as well because you're, you know, you're, you're going against a lot of stuff that's dropping. You know, you want to have the best possible stuff to give out. Um, other than that, um, I also feel that uh, with the different albums that Kanye has worked on this year, Pusha T album was produced. Pusha T was produced, when your album was produced, very, 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 very good to me. I think he had a couple of good bangers on that album, um, besides the infrared and um, what was the other song that kind of popped? Uh, uh, I think now you know, you know, or now you know, and um, I think he had one with Rick Ross that was that was that was a banger, and I think that was pretty much that was pretty much it. I think the song he did. With Kanye, what would Meek do? Had a nice, had a nice bang to it, but eh. Um, and that's just that's pretty much it. I mean, Kanye, like I told you, Kanye album had a couple good tracks on there. I really enjoyed this Nas album. Just 
disappointed me. Um, so whatever happens with the Tiana Taylor album, um, I want to I want to see. I, I want to see. I want to see what happens. Um, I want to see how much they focus on um, her at this um, this this release. Also, um, I'm going to jump into a little bit more of uh, what I left off at last segment when I talked about NBA free agency. So last time I talked to you guys, I was talking about um, LeBron James and where LeBron James should go and this, that, and the third. Now we're on a whole other subject. Kawhi Leonard wants out. Um, there's a lot of teams that that want a piece of whatever Kawhi Leonard, whatever trade you guys want, whatever deal you guys want, we'll put it together for you. I, I think hearing that coming from teams like the Celtics and the Sixers and this, that, and the third, that's just big. Imagine Kawhi Leonard on the Sixers with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, if Joel Embiid can stay healthy. Imagine Kawhi Leonard on the Celtics with a Kyrie Irving and a Gordon Hayward and an Al Horford. These, these are scenarios we have to all take into consideration because one of them might happen. So, other than that, you have to look at the whole the organization in the face like okay how are you guys really handling the situation you're not going to trade them to a team in the west that can, can compete against you it would be very very heartful to watch a los angeles lakers get Kawhi leonard and let's say lebron james over there or let's say lebron doesn't go to la and they got paul george and then by some odd miracle these guys are a top 18 in the western conference finals and you guys have to see them and Kawhi Leonard is on the other side of the court. Like, you don't want to do that if you're the, you're, you know what I'm saying? If you're the uh, San Antonio Spurs organization, you don't want to see that. And if I'm Greg Popovich, I don't want to see that either. But who knows how long Greg Popovich is going to stay there. That was the whole issue with LaMarcus Aldridge. He was only going to play with the Spurs if, you know, Greg Pop was going to stay. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I believe the one time it wasn't working with LaMarcus Aldridge, and he demanded a trade. He had that one talk with Greg Popovich. All that stuff was dead. So they they don't want, I think, I think they don't want that to happen with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, one of my sources said that the team wants, the team wants out, and that's that's the deal on the table. It's whatever you guys talk to, you guys have to talk to us. You know what I'm saying? It's as far as like Kawhi and his team, this is not a one-on-one -on -one conversation. You have to talk to Kawhi and his team. And I think that's that's the best way you can go at this, um, because you you want the best you want the best for you know what I'm saying the player. At the end of the day, right now it's not about the Spurs organization. It's not. And the people who say he quit, he quit and he gave up on the team. Listen, third, um, let's see you go out there and get an injury by a player, and then come back the next season, and it's like. You know, you're not handled the proper way by your organization. And then when it's when it's time to show up, when it's time to show up, you got other teammates coming out, basically calling your bluff. Like, oh, I had an injury like that. Mine was way more serious. You know, and these other players are just questioning questioning his 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 role on the team. I wouldn't want to play in a situation like that. I wouldn't want to play a situation, social, ah, situation like that. That's ridiculous. You know, I got I got people on my team looking at me crazy. 
I got the fans looking at me crazy. This is, this is not a place I want to be anymore. You know what I'm saying? And like, I hate when uh, people who don't make don't make NBA money always throw in, well, you're making this much a year and this and that. You're supposed to be out there playing. We don't make that type of money. So we don't have that type of mentality those players do when they're on that court. Period. Period. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and mind you, let, let's, let's put ourselves in the shoes of these athletes, in which I know we can't, but we don't know what's going on in these athletes' mind. What if he's thinking to himself like, damn, if I get back on court and I fracture my leg, it fractures something again, or this, that, and the third happens, I got to sit down for, for, for more of the time. I miss out on my contract. So it's, it's a lot of things that's just going on through his head that we don't know about. But I'm going to let Kawhi Leonard do what Kawhi Leonard does. Um, he, like I said, he's an exceptional player. He's, he's, in my opinion, he's my top, he's, he's a top five player to me in the NBA right now. To some, maybe top three in the league. Um, and that's all fine and dandy. I just want to see the best possible situation for Kawhi Leonard going forward. Now, I'm going to stay on that. But in the same sense that Kawhi Leonard wants to leave, you have to look at the whole landscape of the NBA draft that is going to happen um, this Thursday. If, besides the Suns, because I think the Suns should just go ahead, get Aiden, call the draft, get Aiden. If you want to draft up to get Trey Young, by all means, do what you have to do. Um, but if you want to build a young, prospering team over the next course of two to three years, just by building off of Aiden, uh, Booker, um, who else they got over there? They got, they got Devin Booker, Josh Jackson. They'll have DeAndre Aiden. I mean, if you want to go for Trey Young that high, if you feel like the other teams are going to, you know what I'm saying, bite on them and go after them, I think you do it. I think you do it because you stop the Knicks from getting Trey Young. Because I believe in me, and mind you, living in Detroit is, is one thing, but being a diehard Knicks fan is another. Um, if you're the Knicks, you don't go after Knox. You don't go after Sexton. If you're the Knicks and you can get up high in, in the top five, you go after the international guard with Doncic. You go after him if you can get up to top five. If he drops that low, you go after Trey Young to make to make the team more explosive to, to put asses in the seats. I think you go after a name like Trey Young. But here goes here goes the problem. You get Trey Young. What are you gonna do with Trey Burke? Moutier and Nick, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Nick, Nick, Nicolina? I think I said that right. Maybe. But now you got four guards. And you still have Courtney Lee on contract. You got uh, Michael Beasley. Uh, Kyle Quinn. There's a lot of question marks on your team. Enos Cancer is probably the only person in that team that should, should, should stay and that should start by next year. I think you put Enos... For the love of God, I just want Enos Cancer to fucking start. I, I want him to be at the four. I want him to start. He's a scoring big man. If he can move to the four and he can start, that's a, that's a good place from having him coming off the bench. I get what you guys are doing, but let that boy start. Because when he was in OKC, he was Russell. That was like Russell Westbrook's go-to guy after Stephen Adams. Because the dude would give you 16 and 11. He can give you 16 and 11, 20 and 10 if you, if you 20 and 10 on a good night. 
He can give you those points. He can give you those numbers. He can get rebounds for you. He can be that asset because he's a scoring big man. That's his game. Let him play. And if I'm the Knicks organization, at the end of the day, if I get enough to even draft Trey Young, I got a starting lineup of Trey Young, uh, Tim Hardaway, Michael Beasley's going to start regardless. And then you have Enos Cantor and Frazingas, and Frazingas can be healthy by the beginning of the season. That's cool in the East. I'll run with that in the East. My guard can shoot lights out. My two, my, uh, my, uh, my shooting guard can shoot the ball. He can drive to the lane when he feels. And if he's not getting dunked on by uh, Giannis Adebakunto, it's just, man, that's a bad sight. That's like a top 10 dunks on the year. Like, you're, you're a poster at that point. But, and then you got Michael Beasley, who still thinks he's in the same air and space as the Kevin Durant's and the LeBron James of the world because he was drafted around that era a little bit after. For, like, I think it was drafted around the uh, same time Derrick Rose was. Neither one of those players are the same players they were. Well, shit, Michael Beasley has never been that player yet, in my opinion. But we'll see. Um, other than that, I just think um, this is the one draft. We're going to see a lot of movements, a lot of trades, um, a lot of signing trades, a lot of deals being done, I think, in this draft. Because not only is Aiden, um, Mobamba, uh, Trey Young, um, and you got the other Jackson from uh, Michigan State. Um, yeah. Yes, this is this is a nice draft. I think after the top eight, that's when it gets a little shaky. But majority, this is a nice draft. And this is a nice situation for a lot of guys that's looking to opt out of their contracts, look to do move in free agency and looking for new faces, new teams, new jerseys. So this this is a big draft for that. Big, big free agency summer. So I I think there's gonna be a lot of things that uh, fall into play as the days just as as Thursday gets closer, you're gonna hear a lot of rumors. A lot of teams talking about, oh, we're going to trade up for this, then third, or we, we're going to trade our pick for Kawhi Leonard. There's going to be a lot of talk, a lot of things happening in these next few days as we get closer and closer to the NBA draft, as we get closer to the time the NBA players have to opt in for their contracts, re-sign with their teams by the 30th. So this is going to be the summer we've all been waiting for. Um, other than that, um, I, I I don't know. Other than that, NBA-wise, I don't know. NFL-wise, I'll, I'll get you guys a little bit more down the line after uh, minicamp and after everything has been set in stone with the roster uh, cuts and everything in, uh, in that order. I don't think there's no more free agent moves we should be worried or listening to or thinking about. I really have no effort of care in the world for where Dez Bryant ends up uh, I hope he I hope he gets a job but in my opinion I really don't care at this point because like you know he goes back to another whole Detroit fan thing um Dez Bryant was the reason that the Lions couldn't get over the hump in the playoffs um no I think it wasn't even the playoffs it was actual it was actual a uh, road game um, it was a Dez Bryant holding, holding call that got turned. They had the first down, bam, bam, boom, touchdown. We lose, have to play. Uh, we lose. Packers get the first round by, but I mean by the boom. You all know how the story goes. 
So that's I, I, anything that has to do with Cowboys. I really don't care about <laughs> at this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Being a Lions fan, I, I just don't care what happens to the Cowboys. Rather, you're a player, ex-player, I don't care what happens to you. Um, good riddance. Anyway, so we're, I'm, I'm just going to, like I said, I'm going to just take it take it day by day. I'm going to give you guys updates of what's going on in the NBA. That's my biggest thing. Um, other than that, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And if you guys want to have something to laugh about uh, today, um, check out my uh, Facebook profile, Kyle Clark. You can look at my videos. I have a video about the Durag Fest. Right now, it's doing numbers. It's like 130,000 views. Um, you guys share that. That's it's, it was something great that happened in uh, North Carolina. Um, you guys share that. It's a, it was an awesome fest. I've been hearing about it. I, I shared the video just because I thought it was you know so I thought it was different. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this a Durag Fest, and it's, it's it shows all signs of black excellence. So if you guys want something to check out, look at it. Like I said, send my uh, profile videos. Um, other than that, like I said, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BeLikeBerg. That's B-R-R-G. There's a few words of Berg. Thank you guys for listening. This has been, like I said, this has been one of those it's one of those summers where we just never know what's going to happen. And I'm glad it's like that as far as the sports, as far as music, and as far as politi- uh, politically, think political things go as well. I'll get on those subjects a little later on in the week. I'm just getting a little bit more information to research on what's going on in the White House, what's going on with our friends in Canada. Um, this overall, it's just a lot of stuff to landscape over in small segments. And you know how I am. I try to keep it short until we run out of time. So you guys take it easy. Have a blessed day. Stay cool because it's going to be hot as shit outside. And also, 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 before I leave, um, those are like candy. And presumably, Reese's candy. Chocolate with peanut butter inside. I want you guys to go to the store after this segment. Go to the store and you look for a Reese's Outrageous. It's a candy bar. Oh my God. It's, okay, the Nutrageous is, you know, he has the the peanuts and the, the peanut butter and the caramel. This is totally different. This is next level shit. This is next level shit. It's a literally a Reese's cup bar with Reese's pieces around it. Jesus, you guys go to the store and buy one and tell them Berg sent you to buy it, okay? Reese's, I want my sponsorship. It's the best thing you ever did and I'm behind it 100%. And Kit Kat, step your brakes up. This is Be Like Berg, one.